Ann Ramen. Who's hungry? I'm Lindy. I'm Ralph. My name is Drake Cross. And we are here to interview you, Drake Cross. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Yes, it's a pleasure. I've been really excited to do this. Um, I see this as a really big opportunity for me as a writer to, well, <laughs> get from get beyond outside the uh, website. Yeah, we're going to talk about your websites later. I'm actually going to start off with a couple questions about your writing style. So let me throw this question at you. Drake Cross, what part of writing do you enjoy the most? That is hard to say since I enjoy the overall writing process. I can't say I enjoy writing the character interactions from two varying um, settings, like with the, that's the focus of all crossovers, considering. Mm -hmm. And with a character as interesting as Geralt, uh, mixing with a massive cast of um, varying personalities from Game of Thrones who all have their own motives, it can lead to very iconic uh, moments throughout the um, entire writing. Mm -hmm. I can say that it was very interesting in writing the whole duel against Geralt and Jamie. Uh -huh. uh, considering there was a lot of emotional buildup to it, there was a lot of tension. Right. This was supposed to be Geralt's first serious challenge since coming to Westeros. Right, yeah, cool. It was going to be a whole, the whole conflict of ideals, the buildup of respect, which then, of course, will have like the emotional clash, considering right. dark actions that Jamie has done that has also affected Geralt personally. Yeah, that's awesome. And I can't say I also like working on original storylines when it comes to having original characters that are more friendly to the setting, but also expand on the story. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I created the Grimms, who are supposed to be a more direct challenge to Geralt as an individual, to like invoke some unique themes that I think are overlooked within the Game of Thrones setting. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, so you're dialing that in to, to fill in the gaps. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, like I, I don't think there is, in the show, in the book, they don't really show a perspective from the outsider, the soldier or the you know the commoner who's just trying to get by you're you're, you're focusing this they focus the story on you know the nobles the the great heroes but right for sure all guys that's important you know mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah that, that's awesome you know a lot of great writers did that they wrote from the perspective of the dog i mean dostoevsky did mm -hmm. that right you know uh that that's that is a, a really welcome and uh, amazing perspective. We we appreciate that so much that you uh, bring that into uh, our our existence into into uh, into our realm. So um, <laughs> so let me ask you this: What inspired you to write fanfic initially? I can't say it was it's a quite a funny moment, really, where I was on a vacation in Hawaii mm -hmm. long time ago, and bad weather struck us that got us stuck in the hotel. It was mm -hmm. the Big Island. Uh, I believe it was Maui. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so my sister has been reading up on fan fiction. She was younger than me back then. She's younger than me. So. <laughs> She's always younger than you. <laughs> yeah, of course, obviously younger than me. Um, and she got me interested in reading just to pass the time. And I just been reached for like possibly like half the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the sudden urge, because like I was looking for the list of stories, and I thought there wasn't a combination between Mass Effect and Dead Space. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, 
what if a necromorph outbreak happened on the Citadel? Like, what kind of hellish craziness could you create with that <laughs> kind of Interesting. Yeah. And, and that's where my first um, attempt at fanfiction, uh, Mass Effect de- Degration, it's actually still on fanfiction. I just have horribly neglected it all Aww. these years. I, then- I still get comments of people begging me to return to the story. Mm-hmm. Time for a resurrection, right? Yeah, it's time. Mass Effect Resurrection. Right, there you go. Uh, beyond that, I have been constantly always thinking of, of crossover ideas mm-hmm. because working in real deal, you're just standing around doing merchandising and mm-hmm. you just get ideas in your head. And I can say, um, just as a little kind of reveal to you guys because you're special. Go ahead. Oh. I have been working on a short-term crossover for The Witcher and Alien vs. Predator. Oh, really? That is such a good combo. It's a combination <laughs> you don't really think about. Kevin's ears perked up like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, I can say it's going to be much more action-driven. Mm-hmm. A, bit of, a, good of, a bit of good horror, considering you of got course. two of the most greatest sci-fi creatures ever going against, well, the ultimate fantasy monster hunter. Mm-hmm. So what's a better clash than that? But right. You're doing it right. Won't be spoiling much on how that happens and what surprises I have planned on that. Right, well, we're going to look forward to that one. We're going to leave that as mm-hmm. a cliffhanger. So Absolutely. We'll, be, we'll definitely be subscribing and looking for when that story is posted. Yeah, for sure. So let me ask you this question. Why did you choose to do a crossover with Witcher and Game of Thrones? Uh, it's the same kind of problem I had when I was looking over Mass Effect and Dead Space. There just wasn't any stories about it. And mm. I was wondering, why is there no stories about this? This is like the most perfect, they're the perfect settings to like cross over. Mm-hmm. The, you know, medieval fantasy themes, the gritty moral gray viewpoints, the mm. political intrigue. They, they both have a lot of, um, you know, uh, connections in those themes. But they also have a connection when it comes to the story themes between the prophecies of well, a frosty end of the world with White Frost, with the game, with um, Witcher, and the White Walkers in Game of Thrones. Yeah, they both do. It's funny because when you put both of those stories next to each other, there's so many similarities, and mm. it's mm. it's interesting because art will do this sometimes. You know, um, things will become interestingly close, kind of by accident. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I thought to link the ending of Witcher three with the beginning of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and. It just kind of blew up from there. And I guess you could say it's really more of a big what if. Like, what if you threw Geralt and Ciri into the setting and how their vast skills, magical abilities, and political experience could just affect the main timeline? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can really see that in just, like, the first kind of... It, like, it doesn't really happen until the, crossro- uh, the Crossroads Inn chapter. Like, everything is key towards the Crossroads Inn, where... Mm. When Tyrion gets kidnapped by Caitlyn Stark, uh, because because events played out differently, where Tyrion was there at an earlier time, mm-hmm. and he had better company to keep an eye on him, mm-hmm. he never gets kidnapped, and because he's never kidnapped, um, Eddard never gets crippled. Uh, Tywin doesn't send the mountain to go and murder people, which begins sort of the beginning of the war. Lord Beric and Thoros, um, Thoros never forms the Brotherhood without banners. It's a, it's a chain reaction. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. I, think, I think a lot of people overlook how just simply changing like one 
detail like that mm-hmm. literally affects the fates of dozens of characters. Right, mm-hmm. and that's tough, right? I mean, that <laughs> try, trying to figure that in, that, that's just, it, it's got to work on your brain. Like, so, so what's, what's like the most difficult part of that creative prospect? What's the most difficult uh, aspect of writing fan fiction like that? Um, so beyond just research, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm, I'm spending tons of hours just watching Game of Thrones episodes, right. mm-hmm. into the books, um, playing a bit too many hours of Witcher. <laughs> for, 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 for personal research. For personal Quotations. research. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Gwent. But when it comes more down to the real-life um, issues, it's the scheduling. Because I work a full-time job. Mm-hmm. I, I'm having on and off school. It really slows things down because, like, you know, you, you get home, you're like, all right, I'm ready to do this. And then like, you facepalm into the, into the desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I'm just tired. Yeah. It, it's, it's really, that's kind of the only real problem for me. It's just getting the motivation from, mm-hmm. well, just the exhaustion of work. Yeah. Yeah, I think I a lot of writers say the same thing. It's like they go to work, you know, they, they're excited, they have the plan, they have the scene set in their head, they come home, and they're just tired. It, I think it happens to a lot of people. But good for yeah, you for exactly. being able to push through and still have the time to do this fan fiction. That's totally. awesome. Mm-hmm. So- <laughs> admittedly, back, admittedly, back in like uh, when I started off, I was churning out a chapter every week. I have no idea how I did that. <laughs> Which is your favorite character among the Game of Thrones cast? This is tricky because I have a few selected between the books and the show. Mm-hmm. So if I had to pick... An overall favorite, it would be Tyrion, which is a bit cliched considering many people pick him as their favorite. But from a story writing perspective, considering he has such a witty, sarcastic manner one moment, and then he can switch to an intelligent schemer the next. I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You're going. <laughs> it, 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 it just gives me such flexibility to write him in, in, a, in a scene where he can be, you know, joking one moment, but then he can kind of go like, uh, are you really sure that's a wise idea? Or it's like, I don't think, I think you're really underestimating this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. You can see it really sometimes moments with, with him and girl. Mm-hmm. Because again, I think they're, they're also like a really good pairing between like the stoic um, bluntness of your, the Witcher. Mm. Tyrion just has such a carefree nature that it, it just contrasts well with Geralt's blunt and direct personality. Right, gotcha. Cool. Um, so have you worked on any sort of uh, like formal education in writing, or is that a self-inflicted skill? <laughs> um, I, I just pretty much went through basic education up mm-hmm. to at least community college. Excellent. So you um, went to a good just- school. School kids stay in school. <laughs> yeah, stay, stay in, in school. school. Pay attention. Can, Schools like, do work. <laughs> but really, the, the it's it has been a uphill battle for me because I do have dyslexia and auditory processing disorder. Wow! So you're battling all that as well. Wow, man, good on you. <laughs> good job. I, I can say that it has improved over the last two years that I've been working on this story. Awesome. That's all. Yeah. Like good, good it's really about the practice, mm-hmm. the constant practice that makes you improve on that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The application of, yeah. Well, yeah. I, in my household, we have uh, people with Tourette's syndrome and that sort of thing. So yeah, I totally get it. it. When you're battling with those types of, of anomalies, it's, it's 
makes it just so much more difficult. So the fact that you can, that you've gotten to the point to where you have with that, that is awesome, man. Kudos to you. Yeah, I have learned that in the end, when it comes to writing this, quality over quantity is the best way of doing this kind of writing. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, we're really glad that you're doing what you're doing with all of these extra challenges that you have. Very nice job. So let me ask you this question, because going through your fic, your characterization is phenomenal. How do you get so close to the actual characters? Well, again, it is all about research. Mm-hmm. Uh, but luckily with both settings, with Game of Thrones and Witcher, there's tons of materials to work with. Like right. You have three whole games to go through and a ton of books as well. For sure. And with Game of Thrones, well, I got like... All the screen time. All that screen time. Yep. And um, also the books too. And a lot of time on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. I can say that I've spent a lot of time just on the Game of Thrones Wikipedias learning all the minute details that even the books don't really focus on. Quick, has anyone ever uh, made art? We, we, have, we have people that like draw things that's like based on what we do and what we produce as like a band, as Black Ramen, that sort of thing. Does anybody, has anybody ever like drawn stuff and sent it to you, like art from your fan fiction? Admittedly not. Um, I'm surprised that there, I haven't really seen any like fan art of mm-hmm. um, The Witcher and Game of Thrones. Well, hopefully we'll help you out with that. Let's put a shout well, out right now. Right. Hey, audience out there, we have a request for you. Go ahead. So the thing is, my sister, she is, um, she's an artist. Uh, she um, graduated uh, San Luis Obispo University, um, high honors in like art design and wow. different things. I'm really proud of her. And she is drawing like sort of like a group picture for the Grimms because uh-huh. I wanted to get at least my fans an image of the, you know, this side cast of characters that's going to play a very um, involved role within the um, crossover. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but if there is any fans out there listening or any um, inspiring artists who kind of want to debut a bit, um, I would love it if someone could do like sort of a poster or book cover styled. Um, <laughs> I think it's great that your sister inspired you and now you're going to inspire her. That's a, that is really <laughs> I, freaking cool. Give and take, give and take. It happens. I, I can say it's a, it's a slow process for her, though. She's been very busy with her, um, right. her job. I think, like, as, as you had spoken to before, it's quantity over quality, right? Yes, exactly. And I know she's an amazing artist. Wonderful. So here's an important question that a lot of writers get asked, and I'm going to ask it to you. Can you give advice to people who write fanfic but are actually afraid to post their writing online? Mm, that's it, it. I can give a few pointers. I think would be a best way to approach this. Sure. It publishing your first fan fiction. You really need to understand the length of this. Like, is it going to be a short story or is it going to be like a one shot uh, chapter? Like for me, I just dived well heads the you know head first into like something that's the size of a Game of Thrones book. Surprise! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I that far. <laughs> um. You also need to figure out, like, is this going to be sort of just a fan fiction based off, like, one setting? Like, are you know, like, are you going to be telling a comical story about, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy going and doing their thing? Or are you going to tell, like, an, uh, like a serious story with, um, like, you know, doing crossover between two very s- similar or even different settings? Mm-hmm. It, it, like, you, just, you need to know what you're writing and how you're going to present it. Planning, right? Yeah, totally. 
And really, when it comes to just posting it, it is a big leap of, I can say it is a big leap of faith. Mm-hmm. No, no matter what the criticism is, you just have to tough through it and learn from it and adapt to it. Yeah, I, sure. That, I can say that was like the biggest, the hardest part when I was writing mm-hmm. that nearly, it nearly destroyed me, actually. I nearly gave up on it. I focused on the fans that had helped me, um, you know, the ones who supported me, who claimed that despite the issues that I was, you know, in the writing process, mm-hmm. they encouraged me to keep going and to improve on myself. And now I've gotten to the point that I've reached. That's there awesome. Go. Good job. Keep That's, pushing through. That is amazing. So, so where can writers and readers find your work or um, where can they reach out to you online? So the main places that I, websites that I post um, my stories on would be on fanfiction.net and archiveourown.org. Okay. Um, .org is a bit behind, but it gets the higher quality posts because mm. I'm going back to my old chapters and giving them a good um, quality touch-up to mm-hmm. match my current day uh, standards. Uh, yeah, there you go. Constantly improving. Also on fanfiction, I have a uh, forum for my readers. It's completely, you know, free. There's no sign up or anything like that where you can just come on to chat. But if anyone wants to talk to me directly, uh, just go on fanfiction, uh, find my profile and private message me. I'm very sociable and I always like hearing people's thoughts and opinions. Awesome. Can you spell your username for us on both fanfiction.net? Uh, yes, it is Drake Cross, uh, D-R-A-K-E-C-R-O-S-S. And we will also post a link in the show notes mm-hmm. where you can just click on it too, so you don't have to manually search. Yeah, like uh, there, there is like a link just to my profile. If you just look up the White Wolf of Restos, it will show my profile um, through there as well. Beautiful. Uh, as for our other social media, I do have a blog on WordPress called um, WitcherXGOT.blog. Mm-hmm. Look up White Wolf of Westeros blog on any Google search. It will, be pro- it will be the first thing you'll find. It's a bit dusty right now because I've neglected it for about a year, but I think I will be giving it a good sprucing. All right. Now is the time. Um, Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch. I really use this for personal things, but I may um, expand onto them uh, over time. Cool. If anyone wants to, I would be happy to allow them to translate my chapters for forum websites. So I'm going to ask you one last question before we depart here. If you could address all your readers right now and tell them one thing, what would it be? I would just like to thank everyone who has been reading my fan fiction. Uh, all, every comment, good or bad or in between, it means a lot to me because I value opinion. I value the solid viewpoint that like every reader gives to me. And I can say I would have never gotten by if I didn't get the mistakes and edits pointed out. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would give very special thanks um, to James Adam Marland. He has been one of my most vocal fans, and he has um, become sort of my, uh, am- I guess you could say amateur editor. And I, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for him, I would have given up a very long time ago. Wow. Aww. I just deeply thank him for everything he has done in making me continue this passion project of mine. Great. So, so James, if you're hearing this, thank you so much for everything you've done for me on helping me edit this and just giving me all that um, support. Again, thank you so much. 
Yeah, you've got such a good community surrounding you. We're really glad that you were able to join us today. Thank you so much for writing your fanfic and for being available for this interview. Uh, thank you very much. It's, I'm very happy to be your first writer interviewed um, here on the podcast. And I can say that I think you guys are doing a very important thing for the whole fanfiction community, yeah, which well, I thanks. support. And we couldn't do anything if it wasn't for the whole tribe. You know, everybody's coming together, right? And we all support one another, and that's the most important thing. Exactly. I'm Lindy. I'm Ralph. And I'm Drake Cross. And, and we'll, we'll see you the next time you're hungry. hungry. This podcast produced by Lindy Day and Ralph Avalon. Sound design and engineering by Kevin Villagestone. Music by Black Ramen. Recorded and mixed in the Black Ramen Studios. <laughs>